the Juicy CEO podcast. It is all about personal branding, but also living your life without apology and listening from other badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that it's possible. This fits with Monique's philosophy. It fits with her business. It fits with her programs. It fits with what she offers. It didn't just come to me. I had to sit and plan it and think about it, which brings me to my next point, intentionality. You know why you're out here, but you've got to be intentional while you're out here. So not just intentional with your content, but intentional with the types of guests you're bringing on. If you're bringing on guests, sometimes you could fall into the trap of, so the types of guests I bring on, they may not be in alignment now, but it's okay. I just need guests. No, you should always be thinking about your future guests. Like I don't bring anybody on my podcast who does not, who is not in alignment with my marketing message with the types of things I know my audience would want to hear. I know my audience wants to hear from these people and what they have to say because I want to hear from these people and what they have to say. Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen, I need you to sit up and pay attention because I'm about to give you some hard truths. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. Join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, as I teach you all the tips and tricks I used to build my six-figure brand while in remission. I am going to share how to amplify your presence to get you to that juicy CEO status and reject your authentic voice in your life. You are going to get a front row seat to some juicy, candid conversations with some badass women in business showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, and get into the juice. What is going on? Welcome to a Dirty 30 Love on a Monday. Okay, guys, um, today's going to be a gay one. I mean, they're all good. What are we really talking about? But I want to talk about, so you want to start a podcast? Uh, we passed 2,000 episodes last week. Super excited about that. And now, I mean, a lot of you guys had asked me before, you're like, me, what does it take to start a podcast? What did you need to know? What are all these things? And I had just started. Right. So I was like, I can't be out here talking about how to be starting a podcast. And I didn't know Jack about about starting a podcast. Right. Like I had to learn all these things. So I thought I well, what I said, you guys at the time, I was like, OK, I'm not going to tell you about how to start a podcast until Monique has actually done it. So she knows what the hell she's talking about. What is up, Debbie, Gigi, Rebecca, Abby, Sarah? Melanie, welcome, 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 all you guys. Um, if I have forgotten your name, forgive me, forgive me. Um, please put it in the comments. <laughs> you guys know how my brain works. I cannot, unless it is your handle. Hey, Andrea. Um, what, Andrea? You are never on a live. What is up, girl? Okay, so maybe you guys are all here because you're like, okay, Monique, I want to start a podcast. Give me the skinny. Give me the skinny. So I have in no particular order, I made a whole list of things I really want you to consider before you even get started. So this isn't, if you're here to get the tech of starting a podcast, this is not it. I'm not giving you the tech. Okay. I will talk about a little bit about tech, but that's not what this is because the tech is just a part of it. It's a good chunk of it. 
but I outsource my tech piece, particularly because I need to focus on what I bring to the podcast specific to moi, what I bring, only I can bring to the podcast. So that's what I want to talk about today. Because some of you know, I've tried to start start a podcast in the I've tried to start a podcast in the past, and I had recorded some episodes. I had announced that I was going to do it. I even recorded some episodes with guests, and it never happened. Right? Like it just was the timing. It could have been a lot of different things. Didn't happen. So this time when I did it, I kind of knew what I was getting into a little bit because I knew how much effort it would take. The time, well. I say this and then I've done it and now I'm like, no, it still took a lot more. It took a lot more than that. And it takes, it's not even just the starting, it's the maintaining of. So I found this stat over the weekend that said most podcasts do not go past their seventh episode for a variety of reasons. A lot of it is they don't realize how much work is involved and then they stop. They self-sabotage. They didn't plan it in advance well enough. They're not seeing the return, all this stuff. So I was like, if they're saying that people, most people don't go past seven episodes and we've got to, we've only released 23, but we've got at least 30 like recorded. That is huge. And I was like, this year is all about the celebration, the celebration. Okay. Okay. I said celebration, but you know what I'm talking about. This is all about celebrating the small wins, the big wins. And I'm always trying to look at stats. Like this year is very much about stats. It's not enough to be putting stuff out here, whether it's your Instagram, whether it's your email marketing, all of those things. What are the stats? Like, what are are you looking at the numbers for the return on your effort? Because we can't just be out here putting stuff out and not seeing any results and not analyzing those results. So I've been really looking at what episodes are getting the most downloads, at what time of day are people downloading it? How long are they listening to it for? All of these things are important. This dives us right into the list of what do you need to think about when you're doing a podcast. You put out the episodes, but until you've done a a few of them, it's impossible to go and look at the analytics of that. So you've got to do a bunch of them to know, is this working? Are you doing this right? Could you be doing it better? What are people listening to? And it's so interesting when you go back and you're like, these are the episodes people really loved? Amazing. Let's do more of that. Or if you want to test new things, but you've got to stick with it. First things first is you have to commit to being in in this for the long haul. Like at least until you can really say you've given it your all, you got enough episodes out there so you could see and analyze some results to your effort, like to see what you've done before you like totally give up on this thing, okay? First things first is you've got to be committed. Now, I'm not saying that you don't launch and then you decide this isn't for me and you change your mind and you don't want to do it anymore. Hey, listen, there are only so many hours in the day. If you don't want to do it, get off the train. Don't do it. If you start it, like I knew when I started the first time that I was in over my head because I had stuff in my business foundationally that needed my attention and I didn't have a big team. I was, I didn't outsource the tech at the time. I was like, I need to focus on the business making money before I can focus on this marketing tool, which is a podcast. And this was, oh, like seven years ago, right? I also think about like, well, Monique, if you had started this step, and I know a lot of you guys think this with any of the platforms where you're like, if I had started seven years ago, think about where you would have been. Maybe not because my business is very different. I didn't even have this business seven years ago. So there you go. It would have been a very different podcast. It would have died out. I would have decided to do something else or I would have felt like I'm a slave to it because I've launched it into the into the ether. If you start the podcast and decide like this isn't for me, just stop doing it. Nobody cares. Really, it's fine. Don't worry about looking bad. If I worried about looking bad, I just stop doing it. <laughs> 
said I was doing it and then I stopped and then I wasn't. And I had to contact the guests. <laughs> that was that. But this time I felt so different going into it. I knew I wanted a podcast. I'd been thinking about it, dreaming about it. I also knew the pieces that had to be outsourced in order for, for Monique to continue. Let's go down the list. So first let's talk commitment. Then I want you to think about planning. You need to plan out the content. You need to plan out what you're going to say, who your audience is going to be, when you're going to release it. How does it fit into the overall scheme of your business? Your podcast should fit inside of your business, right? That is, I've read this on so many, I've been in different chat rooms. I've been on clubhouse chat rooms. I've spoken to professionals. Launching the podcast, that was another thing around like just wanting to have a podcast to have a podcast. I don't recommend that, especially if you don't have a big team to execute on it. Think about how it fits inside of your business for your business goals. When you plan it out, and you know what it's there for, you're more likely to stay committed to it. For example, Monique does the Juicy CEO podcast, and it is all about personal branding, but also living your life without apology and listening from other badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that it's possible. This fits with Monique's philosophy. It fits with her business. It fits with her programs. It fits with what she offers. But I had to really sit. It didn't just come to me. I had to sit and plan it and think about it. Which brings me to my next point, intentionality. You know why you're out here, but you've got to be intentional while you're out here. So not just intentional with your content, but intentional with the types of guests you're bringing on. If you're bringing on guests, sometimes you could fall into the trap of, well, I'm new, so the types of guests I bring on, they may not be in alignment now, but it's okay, I just need guests. No, you should always be thinking about your future guests. Like I don't bring anybody on my podcast who does not, who is not in alignment with my marketing message, with the types of things I know my audience would want to hear. I know my audience wants to hear from these people and what they have to say, because I want to hear from these people and what they have to say. And I like to say, I like to think I know who my audience is, right? So let's talk about guests for a second. Bringing on guests, you know, some people may think you can just wing it, ask somebody to be on your podcast and have a conversation because people want it to be natural. And what I'm going to say is the best podcasters research their guests, research the questions, and know what they want to be asking them. It doesn't mean you can't have an organic conversation and talk about other things, but you are the host. So it's your job to control how the conversation is going and bring it full circle so you don't just end up on a tangent talking about things all willy-nilly and then you know you're two hours in and ain't nobody delivered no value. No, not a good idea. Really think about who your guests are going to be, make sure they're in alignment, and then make sure you do the research and have your questions ready so there's never dead air. You're always guiding the conversation. I ask all of my guests after they've been on the podcast, I ask them for their feedback because all of them have done interviews before. All of them have been on podcasts before. So I want to make sure that I'm doing my job as a good podcaster. What could I have done better? How did you enjoy the conversation? Did it flow for you? Was there anything that was asked that you were like, oh, you know, because when you've been on a lot of podcasts, things happen where they're like, well, people have asked me this a million times. Like, what are you going to bring to the guests into the conversation that may be different? Because You'll see somebody you really love to listen to and you'll see them on one podcast and another podcast. You don't want to hear the same conversation on every podcast. Otherwise, why would you listen to it? So I like to bring in a little little spice, some things that they may not have been asked by another podcaster. And the best way to know that is to actually listen to other places they've shown up. 
So I go on, I listen to if they've been on YouTube, if they've been on other podcasts, and I take note of what the, what they've been asked already so I can bring something maybe a little different. Next thing, knowing your audience. Knowing your audience is so key. What's great is I've built up an audience over here on Instagram and I know what you guys want to hear because I've gone through the comments and I've seen where you guys have your your biggest reaction to things. What do you guys want to know? I also have a very robust clientele, like a robust clientele list, right? Like a client list, clientele list, when you get it together, (laughs) right? So I know what the problems are of my client and I've designed my podcast for my client, future client, past clients, all that. What do they want to be hearing? What are they struggling with? What do they need help with? Great. I always think about, and this goes back to the intentionality. What am I offering here on the podcast that one day I could take this episode? Somebody could be like, Hey, what do you need to, what do I need to know about starting a podcast? I can be like, Hey, you need to go listen to episode X where I talk all about that. So thinking forward, thinking about what can you repurpose later? What are your clients asking you for? What are they struggling with? But you've got to know your audience in order to do that. Next thing, have a episode format. Now, I was telling you guys that I work with a tech team. So one thing Monique does not like to do is tech. I don't like tech things. The stuff I do know about tech, which is great because it helps me have the right type of communication, but it gets me really frustrated when things aren't working. And my tech team will tell you that. One thing that they will want to know, whether you're doing it yourself or whether you're outsourcing is, what do you want the format to be of the episode? They need a guideline to go on. They're not going to tell you how they, how your podcast should be. You have to have examples of how you want it to be because you're you. So I started looking at what are my favorite podcasts and then I could send them the link. These are my three favorite podcasts. This is what I like about them. I like that they start with a clip to intro the, the episode. Then it goes into the trailer. Then we have the actual episode itself and then it has an outro with music, but I'm very particular about how I want that too, right? Like I I say, like, I want this to be like really short if I'm, and we had to do this. We tested it for about a month with different ways of doing it with how long the music is. When does it fade in? When does it fade out? How loud is it? You may not be as particular, but I'm super particular because I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I'm like, this is not how I want it to be. And even after we're at episode 23 and there's still things that I want to tweak and change, right? Cause I'm like, okay, I've listened to it a couple times. I'm like, I don't really love this. I don't like the sound of my voice or I don't like how hollow the room sounds. Like all these things happen. So it's not like it's one and done. You create it, you listen to it, you kind of like wear it for a while, like a pair of shoes. You wear it for a while, you see if it fits and then you're like, no, I think I want to switch it up. And we do switch it up. So know your episode format and have examples to give yourself or your tech team in order to make it happen. Then the next thing you want to consider, and these are in no particular order, guys. I want you to really look at your trailer, not the technical pieces of your trailer, but I want you to, one thing that really helped me create and love the podcast was creating the trailer because the the trailer is that really short, punchy sizzle reel to your podcast. And that's something that it's not easy to create because it's so short right? Like you can't tell everybody everything about the podcast. You have to introduce yourself, tell people who it's for, why it, why it matters, what they're going to take away from being there and how often it shows up in a a minute or two minutes. And you got to have it to music and you got to bring the energy and all of those things. So if you're considering starting a podcast, one thing that really helped me was writing out the trailer 
And then I would take my phone and record myself doing the trailer how I would want to do the trailer. And then I would send it to my team. So they could be like, okay, Monique, this works. This doesn't work. What do you think? And you, if you don't have a team, send it to a girlfriend. Send it to somebody who knows you. Send it to a client and be like, hey, I'm working on this trailer. Tell me what you think. And I said, I think I even sent it to you, Andrea. I wrote it out. And I remember sending it to Andrea and being like, hey, what do you, what, how does this sound to you? So get feedback from people who know you and people who would be the people who would listen to it. That is the best way to really hone in on what you want to be talking about and why is it different? Why is it interesting? Then you also want to think about, of course, your brand, your brand. You've got to brand this, guys. There are so many podcasts out there. If you really want to stand out, you've got to come with your own unique flavor. Like, I don't get to create a podcast that is not authentically me. You guys would be like, Monique, what is this? This is not you. This is not what we've come to expect. So thinking about your audience, what you already give to them, and then make an ex- make your podcast an extension, another way to access you. So I don't have it that your podcast should be any different than them touching any other part of your brand. Guys, you know, I talk about brand. Brand is, all- brand is where it's at, okay? Brand is what creates longevity, staying power, trust, all those things. So that means that every touch point, your customer is getting a similar experience. So a couple of weeks ago, I shared a free tool called the Vibe Guide on how to like really flush out your brand. Everything around your brand in terms of the aesthetic, the feeling, your vibe. That's that's why I call it the Vibe Guide. It's for your vibe. Right now, I have it live on the website. If you want to go and access that, you can. You just go to moniquebryan.com, go scroll down a little bit, tools, and it says coming soon, other tools. But if you click on it, it will give you the Vibe Guide. You just have to put in your, your name and your email and it will go right to your inbox. So you've got to know who you are as a brand. So if I was to be like, Monique, come, someone comes to me and like, you think I should start a podcast? The first thing I'm going to do is look you up because think about it. You want guests to come on your podcast. How are they going to, they are only going to go on podcasts that are aligned with their brand. Good guests, not just guests who are trying to be any which way. Okay. Cause I get those people too, but they're just like, I just want to be, I want to be on your podcast. They send me their bio and all these things, or some of them even have a media kit and it's nowhere aligned with what it is that my podcast is about telling me they didn't listen to the podcast. They've never, they don't know who I am. They don't know who my audience is and they're just trying to promote themselves. And that is the worst way to pitch yourself. Like it's really about the audience. What are you bringing to the audience? That's different. So that's a tangent about guests. <laughs> I get some amazing guests like pitches as well, right? Like having an interesting story. How does it align with what it is that I'm doing and talking about? So let's just take an aside for a second. Let's take an aside for a minute because I have a dream list of guests that I want on the podcast. I have a dream list. Some people I've already pitched. Some people I've already recorded. Some people have said no, not right now. Totally fair. We are a new podcast. People don't know me in those spaces. It's all good. However, with people who want to pitch to be on the podcast, even though my podcast is newer, it doesn't mean I'm going to just put anyone on the podcast because if it doesn't fit with what you guys want, why would I put them there? If it doesn't fit with the energy and the vibe, if you guys have, you guys I know have listened to the podcast. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you know. Okay, but Monique has a vibe. She has an energy, meaning I need to vibe with a guest in order for that conversation to be amazing, in order for it to be organic. So I need to be able to look them up, go listen. I listen to their other podcast interviews they've done and I check and I'm like, will we vibe on an episode? Will my audience get value from that conversation? 
Then I also look at their brand. Like, guys, this is my podcast is about personal branding. So you've got it. And it's all about looking at juicy CEOs and knowing you can do it too, overcoming odds, things like that. But if you don't have a juicy brand, by Monique's standards, juicy brand, I cannot put you on the podcast. It's not even just juicy. Okay, so juicy brand is one thing, but you're also going to be a juicy CEO, meaning what have you done in business that would have the audience want to hire you, aspire to be like, or learn lessons from. You've got to have the receipts. You've got to have proof of these things to come on to the podcast. Because later, when I want to bring on other guests, what do you think they do? They're like, who have you had on there before? Let's see your media kit. What what are your best, what are the best episodes? Everyone wants to be where someone else has been. So they're just like, you know, if it's if I'm just interviewing people willy-nilly, you got, they have to think about, do they want to be associated with that brand? Do they want my brand associated with their brand? That's just a little thing about guests. If you're looking for guests, if you're trying to be a guest, thinking about these things, because it's really important. Intentionality, guys, it comes all the way back to intentionality. Mika is asking, how do you introduce myself when you start a podcast? What do you, what do you mean by how do you introduce yourself when you start a podcast? Okay, so branding it. If you want help with the branding piece, go get the vibe guide over on the website. Then I want you to think about the marketing of it. You've got to market the podcast. People are not going to just find your podcast. They're not going to just find it very rarely. So you have to market it. So you want to be thinking about, you guys know when I launched the podcast, what did I do? I had a, uh, I'm like, like, what did I I had a contest. I had a contest. I ran a marketing campaign around if you do this, if you do that. I gave away a bunch of swag. I gave a whole lighting kit set. I sent out three big robust packages to the winners and I announced it. I also did like weeks of, I think three week lead up to the podcast. Think about your marketing runway. It's like any other launch guys. Don't just do all the back end work and then don't do any lead up. Get people excited about the podcast. That was one very key thing that I was researching before I launched the podcast is how do we get people to be interested in the first 30 days, which is the most critical for launching a podcast, right? I've taken a podcast workshop, full day workshop on all these things back when I first was going to do it like a few years ago. And then I never, you know, I thought about it and never did it. But I'm telling you, that helped so much. We also released the trailer before the episodes dropped. And that, again, guys, it goes back to planning. It goes back to planning, right? So what are you, plan out the launch of your podcast. Do not leave it to chance. Next thing you're going to want to do is get the tech handled. (laughs) Now, there's a whole podcast that could just happen around the tech, but I am not a tech, I am not a podcast tech specialist. So that would not do you any favors. I am not going to pretend to be that. Today, we are talking about what to do. It has nothing even to do with the tech yet. All the things you want to do around the planning that you need to know before even launching the podcast. But you do want to get the tech handled. So have somebody in mind, have a agency, go look them up. Go, I don't care, you go Google it, go find people who do it, but get the tech handled. So either you know what platforms you want to be on and how you're going to edit an episode, what platforms are going to broadcast out to the world, all that stuff. Do your research. There's so many free tools out there on how to start a podcast, guys. That's why I'm not going to get into that right now. But definitely get the tech handled. If you're not techie, get it handled. Or go spend a weekend and teach yourself how to edit your own podcast. It's possible. Like I have GarageBand. I know I can edit my own podcast here on GarageBand, but I don't have time to do that because I'm running another business. Okay? (laughs) The podcast is 
not the business. The podcast is a marketing tool. Again, back to intentionality. What's the podcast for? That's what it's for. So get the tech handled. Platform, distribution, your mic, all those things. Get it handled. Next thing, I want you to think about we talked about the branding, we talked about creating the trailer. So let's do a, let's do a recap. Before I go to the last thing, let's do a recap. So we have commitment to the long haul because most episodes do not, not go past the seventh episode. You don't want to be that one. Plan everything. Plan your content, your guests, when it's going to go out, how often, and commit to that every single week. Do not miss a week, guys. You will be penalized by Apple. Don't miss a week. So that means you're when you do that planning, you want to record a bunch of episodes before you ever launch your podcast. Next thing you want to do is you want to know your audience. So what do they want to know? How are you going to reach them? What do they want to learn? Then you want to have, you want to make sure you have an episode format, have examples of the episode format for you or for your tech team to follow. How, and that means how do you, what is the structure of the episode? How do you want it to go? Then you want to be intentional with every piece of this on creating it with the guests that you choose, the questions you ask the guests, the positioning of it, all of that. Then you want to create your trailer. You want to write it out, record yourself talking, and make sure you're covering the very important things in a very short amount of time. The best way to know how to do that, so Mika, to answer your question, the best way to do that is go find podcasts that you like and use that format. There's nothing revolutionary, but you have to know what you like. I can't tell you how to introduce yourself because I don't know what the podcast is about, how long you want it to be. You have to know the structure you want to emulate in order for it to be successful for you. There is no one way of doing it. You've got to know the structure of your podcast and how you want to put it out in the world. Then you want to make sure you got the tech handled. You want to make sure you brand it, brand it, brand it, brand it, guys. There, I can't say stress that enough right? There are enough podcasts out here. What are you bringing that's different? How are you going to be seen out here? How do you want to come across? What's the energy? What's the vibe? What are some of your key taglines and stuff you want in there? You want to be remembered. Guys, you're in people's eardrums. They're walking their dog. They're doing other things. Like give them a reason to remember you and start. I love it when I think about the podcasts I follow and the things that they say and how I repeat those things sometimes in my own day-to-day stuff. Some of y'all be talking, like I hear some of you guys be saying juicy. Monique, that's so juicy. This is so juicy. You only need to spend a few hours with Monique to be saying juicy all the time. And I've had guests say that to me, right? Well, they'll come off, they're like, oh my God, Monique, I've been saying juicy all week. That's what I want. That is branding. I am branding myself in your life. Okay, I want when you think juicy, when you think robust, when you think energy, I want you to think of Monique Bryan. I want you to think of the Juicy CEO podcast. That's what I want. That's Brandon. Intentional Brandon, right? Bianca is saying dropping gems this morning. Yes. Are you guys getting a lot of juice from this? If you're getting the juice from it, I want you to give me some hearts. Give me the hearts or whatever the other little thing is in the corner. (laughs) Then we talked about researching your guests. Like really guys, do your guests a real service by being exceptional. Make their experience with you exceptional. Think of your onboarding process, right? Like I had someone recently we recorded and she said to me before we came on, she was like, I love your onboarding process. It's so thorough. And the only reason I know it is because I've had a thorough onboarding process when I was on other people's podcasts. So make it really thorough. So to give you a little bit of an insight to my onboarding, I have multiple emails that go out to the guests, not overly so, but letting them know exactly what to expect, how to prepare. 
Should they be wearing headphones? Yes. How we're going, is the video going to be on? In my case, yes. So they can prepare, right? Like there's no woman who wants, no one I know who's like, if the video is on, letting them know they're going to repurpose the content. So if they want to get their make, if they want to do their face, let them know it's going to be seen places. Then I have an intake form where they can upload their photo, the questions they want to ask, anything they want to be promoting. I don't have it in front of me, but there's lots of stuff on there. I also have them sign a release because anything that's created on for the podcast, I own the copyright to. But you have to have people sign that. That's not just a given. As your business grows, you have to start protecting yourself and thinking about these things. If Andrea is on here from Henry Business Law, she will talk to this. She's actually going to be, we're recording an episode in a couple of weeks to talk about contracts and things like that. You've got to think as, always think of yourself as a big business because the people you're bringing on hopefully are people who are big in business. So you also want to be protected. You want to look like a professional, run your business like a big business, and you will be a big business, right? So your guests, you want to make that interaction, their whole experience with you, exceptional. Don't just put out a podcast to put a podcast out, guys. Make it intentional. Make it exceptional whenever, at any touch point that you can. How do you create? I created my intake form on Google Forms. Very simple. They get the link. They click it. They fill everything in. I get all the information. My assistant documents it. And she does all of the correspondence. But we create a template on how does it work with bringing a guest on. And this is like any onboarding process, guys. Like if you have clients, what's your onboarding process for your clients? You know what I mean? Like always be thinking about what do you want to have? What's the formula to have it happen every time the same way that everyone feels good about. So that should be the same thing with your clients. It should be the same thing if you're having a podcast, onboarding. So what happens from the minute you send the request or they request? I have an intake form for people who want to be guests. And I was like, you want to pitch to be on the podcast? Great. Fill out all this information. If they don't want to fill it out, then they don't want to be a guest. But if they do, perfect. Now I know everything and we're not doing emails back and forth to find out if this is a good fit. The last thing I want to uh, share with what you're going to want to have for the future. I don't, I'm not necessarily saying have it out the gate because you don't really have anything to really share. And that would be a media kit. So a media kit for the podcast, we've run into something recently where we asked like a really big guest to come on and she has a rep, right? She's got a, a, she's got representation, a PR rep. And she was like, oh, this sounds really cool. Okay. I don't know if she said it sounds really cool, but she was just like, okay, send us your media kit. And I was like, I put all the stuff I would have put in a media kit in an email. I thought that that was a good idea. I didn't even think about a podcast media kit. I'll be very honest with you. I didn't really think about one. Now I think about it all the time. But at the time, I was like, okay, this is what it is. This is where we're at. This is our listeners, our target audience, our downloads. This is the link to the trailer, our favorite episodes. Here are some of the reviews. That's another thing. You need reviews to prove that you know what you're doing, that people are listening, right? So I sent it, and she was like, okay, do you have a media kit? <laughs> I was like, no, everything's in the email. And she was like, okay, I don't think this is the right fit at this time. And I was just like, wah, wah, wah. Listen. Totally fair. It has to be in alignment with that person's brand. And she, this person is doing really huge podcasts to go and promote their book. So it's totally fair. I didn't have any hard feelings about it. What it did was teach me a really great lesson, which was Monique. She asked you for the media kit and it didn't, ding, ding, it didn't at all click. Monique, you should go create a media kit for the podcast. I had it that we're too small to create a media kit, but she's literally telling me what she needs. 
and I just didn't see it. I didn't hear. Now Monique has a media kit for the podcast and it is beautiful. So as you grow and maybe I'm not even going to say you need it as you grow. I think it changes as you grow, but I would create one because when you go and try and create a media kit and you see the holes, that's how you make it better. And you can get, listen, Google media kit for podcasts. You will find all kinds of examples because I'm not going to get into how long it should be and all that. That's a whole nother kit and caboodle, but it was such a great learning, right? So don't be afraid to ask big wig guests to be on there, but you got to come correct, right? Because she was like, hey, she was telling me, you ain't got no, you ain't got no media kit, girl. I can't be bringing her on here. But as soon as she, after the second time she asked, it dinged. And I was like, ah, this is what I need to go after some of the bigger guests. You guys, if you're just coming on, no, this was all, I'm sharing all of this in celebration of us hitting us not even hitting, passing 2,000 downloads, which is amazing for 22 episodes. Trust me, I've done the analytics. I've looked it up. Very, very exciting. And we have over 800 unique listeners right now at the time of this recording. So excited. I couldn't be more grateful. I'm so happy that our efforts are paying off, that you guys are liking what you're hearing. We've got so many new guests that we have coming out. We interviewed our very first guy for the Juicy CEO podcast, which... Guys, that's a big deal. When he works with the, the ladies, you know what I mean? The women identified entrepreneurs. That's who Monique works with. So it was really cool to have a conversation different from interviewing all these other women CEOs. And he is a brand boss. So listen, I was very happy to have him be the one. And he is such, he's a big deal. He doesn't act like a big deal, but he is. And the only reason he said yes is because of the relationships that we already had. Because he is busy. He is busy. He was literally headed out of town for the, on the, on the day of the podcast. And he was like, if it was anyone else, I probably would have said no. He's like, but because of our past relationship, I think you're super dope and I'd be happy to be here. And I was like, oh my God. So it just shows you, it's not just about the size of your podcast. It's also about the relationships that you formed, right? So I'm super humbled by that. Can't wait, but you guys are going to have to wait. This episode's coming out. Actually, I can tell you who it is. It's Andrew Wynn from BYOB, the O Agency brand with Drew on Instagram. And I can't wait for our episode to come out. And we got some juicy ones coming out. And if you love this episode, make sure you go share with people because guys, sharing is caring. And you will look totally dope if you're like sharing kinds of stuff. And you're like, hey, did you know about this amazing episode on what you should do before you even start a podcast with Monique Bryan? They're like, what? Monique Bryan? Who's that? And they're like, what? She does. See how this works? Leaving the breadcrumbs, people. Leaving the breadcrumbs. All right, guys, that's it. That's all. Go have an amazing week and leave comments and reviews on how amazing it was. All right. Okay, bye. This episode was super juicy, am I right? If you ever want to experience the Dirty 30 Live in real time, follow me over on Instagram at Monique Bryan underscore co, that's Brian with a Y, and set your alarm to every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and come get your questions answered live over on the show. And if you want to experience the juice 24 seven, Make sure you join my free Facebook community, The Juicy Brand Squad, where you get exclusive tools, trainings, and access to a community of other badass entrepreneurs raising their juicy CEO status. Until next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over a business. <laughs>